Okay. Welcome back to the village of Barovia, Ironsworn Ravenloft. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit different because we're doing this sucker live. We're going to see how far we can get with this. Uh, when we last left Brigida, she had talked with some members of the village, restocked, talked with the uh, shopkeeper in town, and asked him a little bit more about the brotherhood that seemed to be in the area and at odds with the free wardens historically speaking and certainly um now so say brotherhood but you know this this cult and found out some more about them uh that they have attached themselves essentially to strahd for the purposes of getting some sort of secret some some the means to create some sort of phylactery that they think they will get the kashida and get that from strahd um more so even than the Vistani travelers who occasionally work with Strahd. These people are especially beholden to the Devil Strahd. And makes Brigitte realize that she needs to get back back up to the uh, castle as soon as possible. So we're going to do that. We're studying out here in the village of Barovia. Um, we're about as rested up as we can be. Um, Brigitte right now is sitting at uh, full momentum, full health, spirit, full supply, um, fresh as a daisy, and ready to get back up there. Now, so what we need to do, let's switch maps here, take a look at this. What we need to do is get from the village um, down here in Barovia all the way back up around to Castle Ravenloft. Now, there's a road. It's not, technically speaking, really even that far. But Brigitte's got some enemies, possibly. So she's she's made a few. So we're probably going to see whether or not we can... Well, what else there is that may, may crop up to get in her way. What I'm saying is, basically, this may not be simple. So because it's not simple, we're going to say it's a little bit dangerous. And because it's dangerous, we're going to have to face danger to get up there. Alright. So... That going on, we're going to figure out the move here. The adventure moves are pretty straightforward, and I'm going to be doing face danger. Take a look at that one right now. When you attempt something risky or react to an imminent threat, this can be a little bit difficult to see up on the screen. I apologize, I'm not using the screenshots anymore. I'm using what's actually up on my screen. Uh, what's actually up on my screen when I'm playing. Let's see if we can make it a little bit better by switching things around over here. When you attempt something risky or attempt or react to an imminent threat envision your action roll so if you're moving with speed agility or precision roll edge with charm loyalty or courage roll heart with aggressive action forceful defense strength or endurance roll iron with deception stealth or trickery roll shadow with expertise insight or observation roll wits <sighs> this is a little bit tricky um because i would like to hurry I, I've said I'm, I need to hurry back up to the castle. That would seem to be speed when I'm acting with speed. But I'm really bad at edge. What I'd love to be able to do is say I'm acting courageously by going back into this frickin' doomed situation and say that I'm rolling with heart. But if I were GMing this, I'd be asking somebody to roll edge. So I am going to roll edge. Now, real quick here, I'm going to check and see in my assets whether or not uh, any of my... Uh, fine assets can help me out with this and the only one i'm really thinking of is that i have the kindred companion of ismarked 
Uh, but he's a shieldkin. I thought he might be skilled as a tracker. Um, I think I'm going to do that with him at some point in time. But right now, all he is is a shield. Well, all he is. What he is is a shieldkin, which gives me bonuses when I'm clashing or battling alongside of him or when I'm facing danger against an attack by standing together, adding plus one, which is great. And it may come up here very soon. But for right now, I'm going to be facing danger without the benefit of that. Not gathering information. My armor doesn't really matter or any of that kind of stuff, which is fine. Anyway, all right, so that's pretty straightforward. I'm just going to roll edge and see what I can get. I'll flip this little bar out here. So, whoop, that's not what I want to do. Flip this little bar out here so we can see the results. And roll my edge. I don't get any bonuses on this, so I'm just going to hit submit. There's my little beep. I'll switch over here. Ooh, that's not great. My momentum is a 9. I thought it was a 10, but whatever. It's a 9. Hmm. Let's look at let's look at uh, what the uh, move actually says and see how bad this is going to be for me, depending on which way I go. Um, okay, so I can face danger. On the strong hit, I'm successful. Take plus one momentum. On a weak hit, you succeed, but you face a troublesome cost. Choose one. You're delayed. You lose advantage. You face a new danger. Suffer minus one momentum. You are tired or hurt. Endure harm. You're dispirited and afraid, endure stress, you sacrifice resources. Uh, face a new danger. I think I'm going to face a new danger. So I suffer minus one momentum, and I... Uh, I really thought that was at a 10. Did I click on it by accident? I'm going to go back in my video later and find out that I actually clicked on this thing by accident, and my momentum was supposed to be at a 10. But what I'm going to... If I miss, you fail, or your progress is undermined by a dramatic and costly turn of events. Pay the price. When you suffer the outcome of a move, choose one. Make the obvious negative outcome happen. Envision two negative outcomes. Rate one is likely. Add the, uh, or just roll on the table below. You know, let's see what's going on here. Because there's a ton of stuff that could be going on. The Kashyyyk could jump me. Vistani could be sent out. Uh, Gertruda's little vampire boy toy who's been corrupting her might have taken offense strahd might decide that he wants to take a shot at me um all of these things are possible so as a result uh yeah let's just i'm gonna roll in the oracle and see what we get here pay the price it wastes resources okay the question is how does it waste resources i've got to get over to the how might it waste resources that is an interesting question so i've got to get up to uh i've got to get to the castle it's really not that far i can't see all right so here's what i'm envisioning we're going to get up to the castle here and see where we're at so uh let's flip ourselves around to the castle and if you recall a couple uh, sessions ago i left the castle and i kind of did it wrong so we're going over here to the castle and uh i kind of did it wrong because i just left and in previous narration i had had the drawbridge be pulled up but I didn't remember that when I was leaving, which is kind of a problem. Uh, so instead, we've got this castle here and no real clean way. You know, I, I just kind of left and that wasn't very cool. So what I'm going to do, what I'm saying, what I'm saying here is that Brigitte gets back up to the castle, having traveled the rest of the way, and finds the drawbridge basically pulled up. Now, it's not, it's an old, it's an old structure. It's not perfect. So the drawbridge isn't completely pulled too, but it's pulled mostly closed. Uh, and I'm left in a situation where it's either turn back and give up for all intents and purposes, or 
essentially try to get across this this thing. So I pull out uh, a rope, and uh, it's not exactly a grappling hook, but you know, uh, Ismark has some something that will suffice in the form of a trap that's got kind of you know some tines on it or something like that. After several tries, we get a rope across, tie the thing off to a degree that makes both of us comfortable, and we basically hand over hand our way across this thing. Um, Ismark going first, uh, Irina going next, and me bringing up the rear. Um, by which point in time, unfortunately, um, the rope is starting to sag, and I've got, um, because I'm an idiot, um, the lion's share of the difficult stuff to carry. I've got the big pack. Uh, I wouldn't really give that over to anybody else. And uh, almost when I'm almost there and I'm kind of low on the, and I'm pulling myself over and I'm kind of low to the ground, I'm dragging actually kind of on the edge of the cliff as I'm pulling myself up the last couple of feet. And I managed to drag the lip of the pack open and some stuff falls out, some supplies and some stuff that I had packed sort of at the top. So some of the stuff that I'm most likely to want to reach for that's at the top of the pack uh, is some of the stuff that tumbles out and goes clanging off down uh, the mountainside. And, not, and, you know, of course, we tied the rope really well, so I'm not getting that rope back either. Um, and I'm kind of leaving it there a little bit because uh, I need to I need to get back out, and I may need that rope there, which is fine. So what I'm going to do, I'm taking, uh, I'm going onto the care sheet, and I'm going to take off some supply. Thank God I got it back up, but I'm dropping my supply down to a four. Uh, there is no move like when I take health or I take spirit. I've got a suffering move here for enduring harm or enduring stress, but there's no equivalent to that for just taking using up some supply, which is good. I don't need it to get worse, but it's not great. Uh, I'm just making it one because it's I didn't even make this a troublesome journey. It's just getting back up here to the castle. So I'm just taking one and I'm back inside the castle grounds. I'm right. Basically. Get myself in here and I'm checking things out at the gatehouse. If you want, I'll just I'll put the I'll put the look I'll put the little miniatures over here, little icons and whatnot. Um, crowding them around the gatehouse and kind of peering around. Now, last time I came, I traveled uh, along sort of this way and through this gate. Had a little problem with the gargoyles here, and then carried on my way way back this way. I'm not loving the idea of going back that same way. I don't need to be that predictable. Um, because I get a sense that they may already know that I'm on the way since they closed the drawbridge back. Or they know I was here. So, you know what? I'm going to head back up the other direction. And for this, I'm going to just kind of... You know what? I think this is actually probably the time I need to delve. And I'm going to need to re-enter the site. So, let's look at, let's look at some of these delve moves. Because the delve moves aren't necessarily on my character sheet. So... I don't need to discover a site. I need to de delve the depths, escape the depths. When you flee or withdraw, I, I escape the depths already. When you flee or withdraw from a site by retracing your steps or seeking the fastest way out, roll wits. On a strong hit, you make your way safely out, take plus momentum. On a weak hit, I'm going to have to look at the actual rules on this, so bear with me. Oh, okay, this is fun. So I know it's here and discover a site. If you are returning to a previously explored site, roll both challenge dice. Take the lowest value and clear that number of progress boxes. Super. Okay, so let's get Brigida's thing up here. I think I can just roll straight challenge dice in here. Well, okay, clear one progress. This thing is a remarkably smart character sheet, which is really cool. All right, somewhere on here, progress. 
Oh, I see. I was tracking failures over here. Perilous site. I clear one box of progress. So I clear this one out and make this an X. So I miss one progress and I get back into the site. And I am going to... That's fine. That's not nearly as bad a setback as it could be. That, that's actually pretty awesome. It's literally the best I could do having left the thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to head over... Um, in the direction of, I'm gonna head north. I'm gonna head north around the castle. And for this, I'm going to delve the depths and dive down into this thing. So when you explore a perilous site in search of your objective, roll on the theme or domain feature tables or envision your surroundings for each area you traverse. If you navigate this area with haste, roll edge, with stealth or trickery, with observation, intuition, or expertise, roll wits. Well, I'm gonna go with wits. All right, so on the oracles, get back over here to Brigida. And I'm, I'm taking my time on this, guys, just so everyone's kind of familiar with what's going on in here. Um, features, site name, format, descriptions, details, theme and domain. I am, if I remember right, a ancient stronghold. So this move says trapped, super craft. Okay, I think I've got it sorted out. Now the tricky thing about this, what's really interesting, is that I'm not going piecemeal as you would expect with like a D&D game where I am, you know, going through each individual area, clicking through everything and just being all uh, meticulous about each individual area as I'm going along. That's just, that's not what this is for. Um, that's just not what, what Ironsworn does, it's certainly not what the Delve rules do, um, and it's it's not something I have any particular interest in, um, certainly not for this recreation of the thing. So um, I mostly, I don't need to do this thing where I'm exposing the area to players. That's not really, it's a roll 20 thing. It's not really necessary except for me to kind of track where I'm going. So I'm just going to kind of um, spin through this a little bit and give some color as we're going through it. So the front courtyard, we've got this thick cold fog swirling around the uh the courtyard uh, we still got you know the flashes and the clouds and the lightning and the angry clouds overhead just seems to be sort of a feature of this castle um avoiding the center court gate i'm heading up uh north into the um servant's court um past the carriage house you got these double doors that swing out to reveal you know you got this where, probably where the carriage is at and where the horses for the carriage and that sort of thing are at and then could go into the castle garden, theoretically. That's where we were at previously. Not doing that. I'm heading for this little side door, servant's entrance. Uh, oh, got the wrong clicker on here. Uh, right here, right? So we're headed from there into the servant's entrance. So we're switching to the sort of castle interior here. And I'm going to get back to revealing areas here and we're just going to track this thing out here so that I know that I've been in this room. Uh, let's take a look at this a little bit more in depth. For some reason in my mind I remember this as being a kitchen which it is not but um, taking that for what it's worth. So here's what we've got in the description. Uh, dim light filtering in through the dust caked windows in the east wall. A large heavy table in the center of the room coated with dust. There's a thick book lying open on the desktop with an inkwell and a quill next to it. Uh, there's a uh, really dried up inkwell. There's a broken door in the north wall, a staircase dropping down into total darkness in the south wall, near the south wall, 
and on each side of the uh, staircase leading down there's a skeleton in bright armor standing sort of sagging at attention holding a rusty halberd now obviously this kind of area i'm going to kind of keep my eye on that a little bit but they don't seem to be doing anything i don't need a halberd and i'm not taking their armor so i'm just going to leave them be um, and then of course i came in through the door on the east wall next to the windows so uh the ancient book weathered brittle uh weirdly i thought the inkwell would be empty but the the well is fresh uh the top of each page is written register your for your own convenience and that of your next of kin somebody is ironically self-aware about what it's like to be a servant in strahd's castle but um yeah i'm not doing that um the book's maybe half filled with names all the names are illegible or they're just marks they're x's or something like that so i don't know how much good that could ever actually do anybody but there you go so i had uh i'm not going down the stairs yet i don't want to go down in this castle i feel like down is a bad direction to go unless i absolutely have to so for right now i'm going to see if i can't find my way out of these servants quarters and into the rest of the castle there's no obvious um exit here um other than these stairs and into the next room so i'm gonna we're just gonna mark those stairs i did not go down them and we'll we're gonna check out these servants quarters here um just north of there what I've done with Roll20, in case I ever end up running this for anybody else, is I've put in the room numbers for the original Ravenloft module into each one of the room numbers so I can like sort of check it out um, and you know look look at look up sort of the oracle of the module. But I put these in uh, as little text boxes in the in the GM layer so the players can't see these. This is just for me. Um, it's nice for me even if I'm doing a one-on-one. Uh, is the solo game because I can still kind of check out the notes and all this other kind of stuff. Servants' quarters, you've got broken furniture, torn cloth strewn around. But clearly, they haven't gotten any recent servants in, or if they do, they don't really care about the state of things. Um, you know, long, narrowish room, illumination coming from these dirt caked windows on the east and north walls. There's a rickety staircase going up to a second level. Nobody in here, obviously. Um, I'm like, There's no other exit, so given no other options here. I'm going to take a shot at the upper floor. Uh, and I'm taking a few liberties here because of the oracle that said I'm going for a trap having to do with crafting. So crafting for me is servants. I'm just going to stick with that. Um, so I'm in the servants area and I'm going to, at some point in here while I'm tipping along and you know trying to get further into the castle, I'm going to run into a trap. So uh, I did a little digging uh, through the uh, module, found something that basically matched up along basically the route I was going to go. So servants upper floor. The floor is kind of sagging in the middle of this room. Not great. Dirt caked windows. Again, very little light coming in from outside. Broken bed frames littering the floor. And what was probably once a secret door on the west end of the west end of the south wall, leading to a, a, a secondary space. Um, and another secret door that's quite obvious on the opposite side of things. So I'm just going to open that up. Uh, we're going to go up a level. So I'm going to flip up to another level here. And I've got my little, this is the servants' quarters right here. And, you know, some broken rickety beds, a couple of windows. Great. And I even flagged the, the secret doors here in a way that only the, um, the GM could see. And I've got a little room with nothing in it and leading out to another room. And this, for me, I'm making relatively obvious from the servants' side of things because it's meant to be, so far as I'm able to tell, a entrance for servants to get into the rest of the castle because otherwise how would you so yeah maybe 
you're doing old school D&D, you're not really taking that kind of context into effect when you're running this as a GM at the age of 15 and, you know, the mid or late 80s. But I am. And I'm saying, okay, well, servants, it really wouldn't be that secret from this side of things because this is how they get into the rest of the castle. It's literally the only way to get in. Now, <clears throat> I get it. You don't want the players to have an easy way in that isn't <clears throat> hidden somehow. And you wouldn't have traps galore in the servants' course because that was how they get around. Fair enough. But I know that I'm supposed to get to a trap. So I'm going to kind of breeze through these secret doors and say they're either obvious or open and to get into this area. So we're, we're going to check out. And this secret door opens out into a landing on a spiral staircase. It's one of the central spiral staircases, one of the central towers at the core of the castle here, one of the, one of the big guys. So that's cool. Maybe. Maybe it isn't cool. Let's check out what we see here. So I come out here onto the castle landing and I kind of look down. I look up. We check out all this stuff. The mosaic floor stretches out into the darkness on the main floor there, down below me. A vast empty tower rising above the floor, at least one floor down below me. Can't see more than a few yards either up or, you know, very easily up into the darkness. Yet I can feel the tower's cold expanse pressing down. A spiral staircase, as I already mentioned, going up and up and down from where I am in the darkness. And then in the center of the floor down below, one floor below me, there's another set of stairs, not spiral, but another set of stairs leading down. And again, not feeling like I want to go down. Uh, I also note here that if anybody steps onto the spiral staircase, I'm assuming here anybody who isn't part of the castle staff, they awaken the guardian of sorrow. That's not awesome. All right. As I step onto the huge, you know, step out onto the stair, uh, out onto the landing, and I look, I manage to take it. So as I'm standing out there, a reddish light flares to life high overhead, far up in the tower in the open space, settling into a dull, pulsing red glow. I can now see the full immensity of this tower. The spiral staircase circles up to the tower's full height, probably 200 or feet or more above me. At the domed pinnacle of this hollow tower, there's a pulsing red glass heart beating with light. The 10-foot-wide stairs that circle up the tower uh, end at a door far overhead. The hollow tower is about 60 feet in diameter at its base, narrowing slowly as it approaches the top. Fallen boulders and arrows are strewn across the floor down below, so that's not great. Now, what this actually... The way this is written in D&D &D is a little bit different. Um... There's halberds mounted along the tower walls. The tower itself begins to shake and pitch, causing everyone on the stairs to make a, uh, well, in D&D terms, they got to make dex checks to move uh, around or they're going to fall from the staircase, which is super. Um, characters can crawl up the stairs if they want, or if they crawl, they don't have to make dex checks. Um, and I got to deal with uh, halberds all the way through. Now, personally... I'm not invested in getting to the top of the tower. I don't want to go down to the guts of the castle, but I don't personally want to go up the tower. Because right now, we're talking about 200... Uh, it's going to take me a while to get up to the top. Meanwhile, the thing is attacking me the whole way and all this other kind of stuff. I just want to get out of here. It doesn't say anything about me not being able to get out. It does mean that I do have to get down. So there's a couple things that could happen here. But basically, what I'm going to do is I am going to... Ooh, I could go down this hallway. There's a doorway right here, right where I am. 
and this thing is just starting to rumble and I, I can either go back the way I came or I'm going to rumble back through and basically I'm going to shout run and I'm just going to run this way now the tower is pitching and so forth and uh basically I figure I need to do a face danger to get over here without having everything go sideways on me so I am going to do that uh for that we're going to do a face danger one of the adventure moves here you know what? I'm going to get up Brigida's character sheet here first so I'm running trying to get out of this thing before it's all terrible um there's probably a halberd also on this landing, so it's either a question of me getting knocked off or me getting chopped at with a halberd. Uh, in any case, I think I'm going to have to be working with speed, agility, or precision, and rolling edge to get where I'm going, which is not the best thing I've ever heard. But again, I'm, I'm not in a situation where I really like rolling edge. But between the floor pitching and getting stuff swung at me, I feel like that's not a great situation to be in anyway, and... I would rather, what happens if, oh, because I'm going to roll edge. I can roll it right from here. That's super convenient. All right. Let's see what I get. I don't have any modifiers. And uh, on a miss, you fail or your progress is undermined by a dramatic and costly turn of events. Pay the price. Or I can burn momentum to get a weak hit. On a weak hit, you succeed, but you face a troublesome cost. You're delayed, you use advantage, or you face a new danger. Suffer minus one momentum. You're tired or hurt. Endure harm. You're dispirited or afraid. Endure stress. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do with this one, what I'm picking, is I'm going to burn my momentum. So let me get back over. Can I, I can't click on that just right there to do that. So I'm going to go to my momentum, and I'm going to burn my momentum, which resets me down to two momentum. Because I don't really want to go... Because I'm looking at what the weak hit stuff is. And that means that anything I do down here on the pay the price is going to have to hit me harder than this. And I'd rather not do that. Um, and I'm going to go with the spirited and afraid. So here's how I'm seeing this thing. Um, I walked out here and looked around. And the tower came alive and started to fluctuate. In a very... That's not what towers are supposed to do. Pieces of rock falling down every other thing. And I'm just like freaking out and running out this way. It's not something I was prepared for. I got a halberd swinging at me. I'm used to a halberd swinging at me. As much as anybody can be used to a halberd swinging at me. But the tower is like... Honestly, with the red light, I'm thinking of it like being like a throat swallowing. That's not a great feeling. So I belt through here. And as soon as we get out and away from the tower, that... Yeah, it's fine. But it's not calming down quickly. Nor is it a calming thing. So I am going to take a spirit hit of one. And let's just reveal where this is so that I can just kind of track my track where I'm at. I'm running into this hallway here. And we'll we'll see some more about that. But first, we're going to deal with the enduring stress. So I run out here and I like, I'm kind of stopping right about here and just, <sighs> where is, I need, I need markers for my map. Do I have my little person here? I don't really, do I? I don't really have a good marker for her. All right, well, let me... I'm going to flip back. I'm not going to worry about it for right now, but it's a little bit annoying. I'll fix that later. Anyway, let it be known that I am basically um, right here, or just a little bit. Let's say I'm right about here, and I'm just a little bit further along, and I'm <sighs> and looking at my two companions with rather wide eyes, and I am going to take a, uh, I'm going to take a hit to my spirit, because that was effing terrifying and when you take a hit to your spirit you have another move you need to do here a suffer move called um endure stress so when you face mental shock or despair 
Suffer minus spirit equal to your foe's rank, or as appropriate to the situation, I took a minus one. Uh, if your spirit is zero, suffer minus momentum equal to your remaining spirit. Then uh, roll plus spirit or plus heart, whichever is higher. In this case, spirit is still higher. And we'll see what I get. So my spirit, I roll. Don't get any modifiers. Submit. What did I get? Thank goodness. Got an eight. That's a strong hit. I'll take it. On the strong hit, choose one. Shake it off. If your spirit is greater than zero, suffer minus one momentum in exchange for plus one spirit. Or embrace the darkness and take plus one momentum. Hmm. My spirit's a four. My momentum is... I need to get my momentum going the right direction again, I think. So instead of... I didn't expect this place to not be terrifying. So I'm just going to kind of grimly say, you know what? This is what it is. And I'm just going to take my plus one momentum rather than the spirit thing. Because I don't need my spirit to go down even further. It's already down to a two. So we're going to take that. And let's take a look at... Uh, so I've, I've run into this. As the Oracle said, I have run into a, I did my delve. I didn't actually do my delve. Oops. Let's find out how that goes. All right. Um, that was just an Oracle describing what had gone on. I kind of did that. I screwed this up. People have been watching this. They're like, dude, you didn't actually roll the delve. Yeah, you're right. I didn't. I screwed up. I was supposed to get to a trapped area and then do the delve. Hopefully the delve roll will... Um, coincide with whatever I just did to myself. Otherwise, I just went down a rabbit hole here. All right, so I'm looking at Delve the Depths. When you traverse an area within a perilous site, envision your surroundings. I already have. Then consider your approach. I'm navigating with wits, so I'm going to roll plus wits. I might just, there's one thing in here that I think I might, um, I think I, you know, I'm going to, you don't always have to use the oracles, and I think I'm going to kind of go with a couple of things here just because I just did some stuff to me that I'm going to just deal with and say, you know what, I kind of went along and just did this on my own. So sorry, site. So I knew in Delve the Depths, um, what I'm supposed to do is roll wits. Uh, I'm going to assume that I got a weak hit. So I had to use the following table. And on the weak hit, I got a, I was using wits. Oh, really? Only a 100 will do that? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, wait, no. Mark progress and reveal a danger. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah. Mark progress and reveal a danger. Great. I can do that. Um, all right. So mark progress, reveal a danger. Perfect. So I'm going to go back over to my little uh, progress thing here. And the Castle Ravenloft is a perilous site that is extreme. So I get two ticks every time I do any progress. So that gets me up to two boxes on the um, thing here. And then I'm going to go back to the moves and the move I'm supposed to do is reveal a danger and the danger I am just going to pick off this table here because I just did it. Um, you face an environmental or architectural hazard. Done. Did that. Face danger. Didn't do well. Took some stress. Boom. Got it all straightened out. Let's just assume that's what I rolled. We got there. We got where we meant to be. That's actually not particularly unusual. I mean, I got, it's fairly high odds to mark progress and reveal a danger and environmental or architectural hazard is like at least a one in 10 chance. So yeah, sure. Why not? Not completely unbelievable. All right. So I'm in to 13 here and I am going to delve the depths yet again and see what there is to be seen. Now, again, I'm going to move forward uh, observation intuition. I'm, I'm moving forward basically cautiously. Observation, using observation, intuition, or expertise. Rolling plus wits. All right, let's see what I got here. Brigitta, Brigitta, if that is your name. And we're going to roll wits. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. All right. All right, fine. You can be like that. That is a miss. That is a palpable miss. All right. So let's go back over here to the moves to delve the depths. And on a miss, reveal a danger. Okay, so on a strong hit, you delve deeper. Mark progress, find an opportunity. On a weak hit, roll on the following table according to your stat. On a miss, reveal a danger. So we just go straight to reveal a danger. Fine. Okay. Let's see what we get here. Check the domain card. Sure. Do I have the domain card where I can just get to it nice and easily? I find that unlikely. Maybe I do. Is it in the oracles? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. So what this means, for those of you keeping track at home, there are themes. Whoa. Lost my book. There are themes here, and the themes are things like ancient. Ancient is what I'm using. Ancient site that contains mysteries, legacies, and dangers. And then there's domains. A barrow. A cavern. An ice reach. A mine. I'm doing a stronghold. Check the domain card. Oh, okay. So there's a danger thing on the domain card, and they all seem to have basically even odds. There are five specific dangers for this type of domain on the card. I'm just going to roll a five-sided dice, essentially roll a d5, and take whatever I get off of that. Um, I got a two. And that would be the second thing on the list, which is caught in the open. <sighs> Fiddle-dee diddly diddly dee. Okay. All right. So I'm in the hallway here. Let's let's find out where we are. I am already, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit uh, because the um, tower tried to swallow me. Not really, but kind of. I am on, am I on the open? Turret post access hall. This long, narrow corridor runs east and west. Cobwebs fill the hall and, and obstruct and obstruct sight beyond a few feet. Cool. So I'm running along this hallway, and we... I don't really have a good place to go from here. Oh, are you kidding me? Is this a dead end? Oh, that's not great news. I do not want to go back the other way. No bueno. Okay. We're going to look at this one here, this one here, and see what I've got. Look, whoop. Supposed to reveal areas there. Come on now. All right. So we're going to check out these rooms and see what I've got. I, I'm not saying I'm going to look in both of them, but I'm going to check both of them to kind of see what's going on in these two areas. See if there's anything useful. Turret post, high dome ceiling, frescoes, fade with age, door in the ceiling, possible. Name. So basically it's a bunch of arrow slits and okay, fine. I don't care. And 22 archers post. This is where archers used to defend the keep. Okay. So there's nothing here either. Um, Dust caked windows in the east wall. Large heavy table sits in the center of the room, coated with dust. Thick book lies open on the desk. Oh, that's the serpent's entrance. What am I looking at? Oh, archer's post. This is where archers used to defend the keep. The castle courtyard is visible through the narrow archer's slits that line the walls. Two and a half feet tall and four inches wide. Oh, I'm not getting out that way. All right. Shoot. Caught in the open. This is not great. I'm going to have to go back through that stupid frickin tower oh that counts as caught in the open i would say all right so to do this what i'm going to have to do is i'm going to have to go down i'm not super thrilled about this okay all right all right it's fine it's fine i'm going to do this so i'm just going to double check that i don't have anything that's going to help me on a chart on a blind charge down through this stupid freaking stairwell um oh sorry i need to look at assets here Turn the tide's not going to help me. Shield bearer. You know what? Yeah. When you face danger using your shield as cover, add plus one. Sure. I'll take that. I'll use my shield. Because there's rocks falling and the halberd and every other dang thing. I will take the plus one from 
uh, from that kind of a thing. That seems just fine to me. And I'm not facing an attack by standing together, so that's not going to be a thing. Okay, that's fine. So, back to the moves. We're going to do face danger. When you attempt something risky or incredibly stupid because you ran into a fucking dead end, that should say that in the move. Doesn't say that. Envision your action and roll. I am acting with speed, agility, and something akin to persuasion. I am going to charge back in and go down the stairwell as fast as I can to get the frell out of here. And I am going to roll plus edge, but I'm going to take a plus one because I've got the shield. I'm going to use that for cover, which sounds lovely. And I will take it. So uh, go back up into here and get on my summary sheet. I'm going to hit edge, but I'm going to take a plus one. And I'll submit. Bloop. What do we got here? Are you... What? Oh, my stars and garters. That is the shittiest roll I could absolutely... Wow. So I rolled a one. Adding one. It's the shield that saved my ass. Because otherwise I'd tie with a double. That would be crappy. But that one from the shield... Queaks me by. Against 2d10. And both of them are twos. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, I, huh, all right, let's look at the move, because I need to look at this thing again. Wasn't expecting that to go well. On a strong hit, you are successful. Take plus one momentum. Boom. Um, this thing says, challenge dice are preventing me an opportunity. I'm going to take this literally with um, the delve here. There's actually a move under delve called find an opportunity. Okay. So, I am going to... Just rolling. I don't really know what the opportunity would be, so I'm just going to find an opportunity in here and see what the hell I find. So I'm heading back towards the tower. Either I find an opportunity when I duck out of the tower or something. I'll figure something out. Let's figure out what the actual thing actually wants me to, what opportunity I find. You get to drop on a denizen. Okay. I would have liked to have found a hidden path because there's secret doors all over the place, but I will take... Getting the drop on a denizen. Okay, so I'm tearing ass down this stairwell. And that drops me back down to the main floor? Where is there a denizen around here? This stairwell is the worst. Seriously, you can't get anywhere from here. All right, so I'm down in this area. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so I'm going to roll find an opportunity again. Because literally, I just went digging. I can't... There's no good denizen to get a drop on, really, right now from where I am. So I'm going to have the terrain favor me or find a hidden path. So here's what, here's where I'm going with this. Um, I just have to, you know, it's late. This is where my brain is going. Okay. So as I'm getting ready to charge back in here, um, Irina notices right about here, like a really weird, she's like, wait, there's a, there's a door here. You can see the outline. And uh, I'm not much one for subtlety, but I find out if I apply my shield to this quite well, uh, I can I can lever this thing open and get into uh, get out of this miserable freaking location where I am right now. So let's get us into this little landing on the stair. It's this is a hallway leading this way to a dead end wall with a door. Love to see a door and then stairs leading I think down maybe I don't know I'm not sure where they lead. Let's find out real quick. All right, so I found an opportunity. The train favors me. Good for the terrain. I, I approve of this terrain favoring me. This hall and staircase lead up to K45 from K26 and K32. K26 I don't know about. That's a secret door. And K32, which is looking like service course. So this goes up. This is an upward bound stairwell. Cool. All right. So 
I get in here, tower's still freaking out. Do I want to get away from this area as fast as I can, or do I want to head for this room? You know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to delve, because this is not D&D, &D, and I'm not going to go room by room and figure out the thing for the map. I'm going to use those delve moves and see what i got going on. So for delving the depths, I am going to continue on with wits, because that's served me so well. Liar. And see where things go from there. So rolling wits again to figure out this way, that way. I'm like, check out the door, go up the stairs, get the hell away from this tower that's probably going to summon every freaking denizen in the whole body. Did I make a miss before? I feel like I did. I had a miss on the... I'm going to check that. I had a miss on the... Uh, Delve the depths. So we're gonna roll wits again for delving the depths. And oh my lord. Another three. This one not nearly as awesome as the other one. Alright, weak hit. Weak hit. The weak hit's not bad on a delve. It just makes things a little bit more random. I don't know why I closed that. I probably could just leave Brigitte the sheet up. So let's take a look at this thing. We got the moves. And we're gonna go down to the delve moves here. Delve the depths. And on a weak hit, roll on the following table according to your stat. I rolled wits, so I'm going to roll on the table. I'm rolling my wits, and I get mark progress and reveal a danger. Sweet. All right, where is this going to where is this going to dump me out? Castle Ravenloft. I'm going to. I wish I could delete this one. This one is not useful to me anymore. I'm just going to clear all of these because this isn't a progress I need to worry about right now. All right, Castle Ravenloft, I'm going to mark progress. This is an extreme, so I mark two ticks. And mark progress and reveal a danger. When you encounter a risky situation within a site, envision the danger or roll on the following table. All right, let's see if it... Check the theme, check the theme card. All right. So basically the dangers on the theme card go up to 30. So I just did a random roll D130, D30 to uh, check this out. And I got a 12, which is a blocked or broken path. All right. I actually know exactly where I can go with that. Cool. So I opt to go up the stairs and get away from, I'm right here on the map and I want to get away from the stairwell as quickly as I possibly can. So I'm going to head up these stairs, which is fine. And that brings me up to up this little stairwell here and into this charming hallway. Now, I wouldn't normally go hallway by hallway, but this is the next thing and it's perfect. So I uh, uh, broken or broken or blasted path, long low moans dr drift from the alcoves that line both walls of this hallway. The ceiling has fallen in here, leaving rubble strewn across the floor. Overhead, the beams of Ravenloft's roof are exposed. Sporadic lightning from the clouds above flashes into this hall from the holes above. A graven statue stands within each of the ten alcoves in this hallway. Shafts of light cross the statue's faces at obscure angles. Another sudden flash and a crack of lightning reveals their faces formed in the shapes of terrified men and women and again long low moans drifting down from these alcoves something this is this is bad obviously this is very very creepy i think what i need to do here is to proceed i am going to face danger with courage to get through this thing and we'll see we'll see what that gets me so because i am going to try to it's like stay strong 
I'm turning back to my companions and stay strong, stay steady. We're going to move through here. They are but spirits. They cannot harm us. What if the what if the statues rise up and attack us? Well, then that's something material, and we can actually deal with that. For now, we proceed. Strong heart, strong will, ever forward. Which is great if you're a free warden, and it means something to you. And if you're Ismark, he rolls his eyes at me like I'm a bloody idiot. That's fine. All right. So, again, facing danger with heart this time. And I'm just going to stop real quick and check one more time. I feel like shield bear. No. I face danger using your shield. I'm not. When you face danger against an attack by standing together. You know what? I'm giving myself this one. When you face danger against an attack by standing together, add plus one. Yes, we are together and we are going to get through this spooky ass hallway together. So I'm giving myself a plus one because I'm here with Ismark and he is my shieldkin. And that's fucking cool. And I'm going to take my benefit from it. So face danger, roll. I'm taking my heart and I'm going to take a plus one modifier because of him. And oh, I'm going to get a weak hit. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So on a weak hit, choose one. You are delayed, lose advantage, or face a new danger, suffer minus one momentum. You are tired or hurt, endure harm. You are dispirited or afraid, endure stress. You sacrifice for you. I'm, I'm going to be dispirited or afraid. This is freaking creepy as hell. They're moaning at me. They're crying out or, or crying just in general for whatever horrible thing their spirits that are imbued in these things faced at some point in time. And I am going to take a hit of spirit. And to do that, um, when I do that, I have to also endure, sorry, endure stress, roll either heart or spirit, whichever is higher, and see how that goes. I'll take the strong hit. So on the strong hit, you can choose one. You can shake it off. If your spirit is greater than zero, suffer minus one momentum in exchange for minus plus one spirit. If you embrace the darkness, take plus one momentum. I do not need momentum that much. I'm not willing to... Uh, uh, do I take the momentum up to five or do I take the spirit at three and take more take the momentum up to five and leave my spirit where it is or drop my momentum to three hmm. you know what i am going to lower my momentum to three and i'm gonna take my spirit back oh no cancel i'm gonna take my spirit back up to a four because i'm gonna shake this off i'm gonna so we're gonna go through the hallway here and i'll face my dangers there's a doorway here which i'm not super thrilled about because i'm pretty sure that leads back into the stairwell that wouldn't be hard for me i went from the stairs down a hallway, up these stairs, and back that same direction. Obviously, the stairwell is still going to be right there. So I'm going to really want to head back out into this door. We'll see where this actually gets me. I am going to delve the depths one more time, and then we're going to call this good for the evening because it's getting actually pretty late. So let's see where the delve is going to get me this time. Did I mark progress? I feel like I did. All right. So no, that's not what I want. Let's get Brigitte back up here. Let's go back up and we're going to look at our delve moves one more time. Let's locate your objective. Uh, no, that's definitely not where I'm at. All right, let's traverse one more time. I am going to once again, once again, and as always, roll with wits. Roll with wits. I think I might even know where I am. Maybe, maybe. Wait, what did I do? Oh, I rolled on the table. Whoops, screwed that up. Ugh. Well, okay. So, well, let's mark fill. Let's let's mark that I got a failure. That's super critical. 
cleared up another box there. Sweet. Okay. All right. So delve the depths, failed, double on the challenge dice, and reveal a danger. Okay. On a miss, reveal a danger. Done. Complication makes it especially bad. Ah, fucking one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Roll twice more on the table. Both results occur. If they're the same result, make it worse. And I'm probably going to need to make it worse no matter what I do anyway, because it's a fucking complicate. <sighs> I encounter a hostile denizen. Your way is blocked or trapped. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to refer to the oracle of the book because I know where I'm going. I'm going down. So I'm Oh boy. All right. So we got K37 here. That steps back out into the study. For those of you who need a reminder, real quick, a blazing hearth fire fills the room with rolling waves of red and amber light. The walls are lined with ancient books and tomes. Their leather covers are well oiled and preserved through careful use. All is in order here. The stone floor is hidden beneath a luxurious rug, a large low table, a burning fireplace, luxurious chairs, blah, blah, blah. That's right at the end of this hallway. Cool. So I'm like right about, I'm basically right about here when all the shit hits the fan. All right. So I am going to, let's spin back up here because I will refer to the Oracle of Castle Ravenloft. And you know what? I am not, when it says make it worse, I'm not even going to roll. I'm just going to take the result off the first table. It says use the second table, which is the special encounters. That's stupid. I'm not going to have fucking rust monsters. Jesus Christ. What is this? Okay. So blink, blink, blink. I'm looking, what I'm looking at right now is the table. It's a 1d6. Make it worse. All right. Great. Yeah. Sounds good. Just going to roll a d6 here. See what I get. <sighs> oh, oh, I'm glad it wasn't. A, all I can say is I'm really glad it wasn't. A, I'm really glad it wasn't. Oh, I can't use that though. I can't use that because the only thing on this special encounters thing is a helpful spirit. And that's stupid. I'm not going to have all this horrible dice rolling and then have a Helpful spirit show up that will answer one question. God, some of these are awful. I just, all due respect to the original D&D, but one groaning spirit. If the PCs have already, uh, during darkness, the spirit may keen. If she does, everyone save or die on the spot. The fuck? Like, what? I just, okay. Here's what we're going to do. Thematically, this is what works the best for me. So I am just going to go with this. I'm going to roll. It's going to be at least more than one, but we're going to roll a D4 here. We're going to, come on, fine, D4 plus one. Sure, why not? Let's go with four. Fine, fuck it. All right, so here's what's going to happen. This, if you recall, this area down here was when I first encountered Gertruda. We went back up here. We saw the painting of Irina over the fireplace, um, encountered the ghost of the uh, mayor, the burgomaster, put him to rest, and then we retreated. So Gertruda was here. She'd been led to believe that um, she had been spending time with Strahd and that Strahd was going to make her creature of the night, blah, 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 or something. She was being an idiot. I tried to take her back home and get things resolved with her mom, but I found out that the quest was more complicated and that she still has some sort of power on her from whoever was trying to enthrall her. And what I determined through a couple of Oracle roles was that it isn't necessarily Strahd, but it's some other vampire within the castle is basically playing with her toying with her and i took their toy away and that's do i have a quest for that i think i do i'm pretty sure i do or vow 
What is my vow with, re with regards to that? Clear the vampiric taint from Gertruda, which I have not done bupkis for, except I could probably say I've gotten advanced by, by virtue of getting into the castle, but that's about it. In fact, I am going to mark that because I did get into the castle and I've been through a bit of merry hell trying to get her sword out. So at least I have one mark on this. Okay, so I... Here's what I see happening here, because I'm right back into the same area. So thematically speaking, I'm right back into the mix, right? So I come in this hallway, I come out here, and I step into this room, and there is somebody standing here, or sitting, actually. We'll, no, I'm going to say standing. He's standing up, he's next to the bookshelf, and he's sort of flipping through one of the books kind of lazily. He's a younger-looking fellow, um, but what does this mean? Because he also looks like he's dead. He's pale and cold and... Something about him strikes me. Is that Strahd? No, it's not Strahd. And uh, he says, you're making an awful racket. And then he closes the book and sets it carefully back on the bookshelf. Kind of on the side, though. Stirring things up, going where you're not wanted, making off with my things. And my master would not approve of you wreaking havoc in his, in his personal abode. And therefore, I'm afraid, young lady, you're going to have to go. And I hear this door behind us into the tower open. That tower's gotten remarkably quiet. And I'm going to say two more snarling, more bestial type humanoid vampire, vampire types are step into the hallway behind us, which puts us in a nifty little pickle where we're pinned here at the doorway entrance to this mess um, with two vampires behind us and this Ponzi fang boy in front of us. So we are, as the Oracle has demanded, encountering a hostile denizen, and our way is blocked and trapped. Fuck! Okay, and I made it worse. I got technically one vampire, but I'm gonna. I made it worse by adding a couple more, so he's got some backup. And I will deal with the paperwork of figuring out what that threat's gonna actually look like next time, because, ladies and gentlemen, we are gonna have ourselves a rumble next session i can't wait it's just gonna be awesome it's gonna be super all right thanks for hanging out with me all we'll see how this turns out next time oh man cross all your fingers